Good evening, friends and family across the multiverse. It is my pleasure, no joy, no absolute honor to introduce (laughs) you back to the Blurred Bar. My name is Sterling. Now they call me the Mm -hmm. Living Codex, okay? Mm. The stalwart shield of South Philly. Darth Mm. Maul favorite apprentice. I am Ace Trainer Argent, welcoming you to the bar of the Blurreds. Now I, I, am, I am. Thank you. I am just one of your three hosts. Um, if you can count, you see we got a little spe- something special today. But I'm one of your three hosts now to to help. But only if you can count. <laughs> only if you can count. Now to help with what all about this for black our audio excellence. Listeners? Don't do that. Don't all do of that. this black excellence. I'm going to need some type of expert. Maybe even a I don't know, like a connoisseur. Maybe some type of okay. a, I don't know, sommelier. Okay, you can go well, ahead you and talk to him. Know who it is? <laughs> Let him know. It's Big Dan. Big Dan. Rodan. Rodan. Coming at you live from the two one five. The sommelier of sci-fi and superheroes. Your comic book connoisseur here okay. again to welcome you to another episode of the Blurred Bar. My bar flies. One more time. Now, emerging from the lands of the rising sea, it is he. Talk to him. Hey. (laughs) Tis I, hailing from the land of sake, shinobi, and samurai. The boy is Godzilla personified. No other name but this to go by. It's your boy, (laughs) Jayhawk. Now, for... Yes. Go ahead, one more. Wait, one wait, wait. more. I'm gonna give you another. I'm gonna give you another one. One more time. One more for the ancestors. Ah, ah. There we go. Ah, there it is. Now for the first time, but not the last. First, for time. sure. In blurred bar history, we are proud to welcome our guest Keith Small. The man is going to introduce himself because I, 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 he, he just got to do it. Keith, go ahead. How are you? So thank you for sauce. joining us, man. I mean, thank you all for welcoming me here. I mean, I've seen you guys and working. I've been a fan since like. Episode one, like oh, this hey, is amazing. Hey, this is you. kind of, this is amazing. Thank you. I told you. With you I guys. told you so from from the get go. Didn't I tell you, you had a seat in the bar? Didn't I tell? Hey, hey, hey what I tell you? What I tell you? You did say. You did say. Moment. So Keith, tell us about first. Let us know about Movios. Let us know about you. Who are you? Where you been? Let's look at that Blackport. What's going on? So, <laughs> I'm Keith Small, host of the Muvios Podcast, a little thing that I came up with. Um, actually, it started off as the Y'all Be Safe Podcast, YBS, but like um, by the time I got around to making the first episode, the title was already taken, so I had to go around, come up with something, come up with something, come up with something, and I was like, you know what, why come up with like a name that someone can take? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take... A list of the things that I like music, movies, sports, sex, video games, and then I'm gonna just subtract letters, push it all together, and here we go. Movie like podcast. It's like a stew. It was like a yeah, pretty combo. much, pretty much. That was uh, that was some alchemy there, some equivalent right? exchange. <laughs> exchange. I, had, I had to do a little something. A little something. <laughs> I'm glad you got all your limbs though, so that's great. Of course. <laughs> and I, I you're not. You're not a sad dog, so that's great. Dog, come on. Very too soon, sad though. dog. Come on. Too soon, I, dog. Don't bring that up. It's always going to be too soon. <laughs> but uh, now that you guys know who we are, we are going yes. to move into a segment that we like to call Booze. 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 News. 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 We like to do a little review. Well, 
So, um, wow, he really is a fan. He like hit the is. echo and everything. <laughs> like, Listen. Listen. I like it. I like it. Shit. I'm real. I'm real with my real boys. This is, this is wild. <laughs> but um so it's kind of a free for all tonight. So gentlemen, let's 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 what what do you got, Big Dan? What you what you sipping on? Um I I did an ode to the aunties. Uh, specifically my aunties. Um, <laughs> I ain't calling nobody a wino, right? But I used to always see this bottle in <laughs> my grandmother. Hold on, I know. I want the board. I wanted the board. And I was like, nah, it's fine. Noni. There it is. So, um, no, I used to be in my grandmother's house and we'd always see this bottle, like this fogged out bottle of wine from Arbor Mist. And I'm like, oh, that looks mm. like juice. <laughs> it was not juice, juice that we was allowed to have. I mean, it yeah. is, but it's you know, juice. It is juice. juice. So that's, I got that's auntie juice. Don't drink that. <laughs> right. That's auntie's juice. So I got. I don't even know where the bottle is because I, I was in shame. We, we know like, what it looked like. Can't keep it. But y'all know what this is. So, don't worry. I'll put a picture up on it. <laughs> Keith, what you sipping uh, on, buddy? Okay, so. You know how there's stories about, you know, if you go over to um, a single mother's house, she always have snacks and goodies and stuff. Oh, well, I, well, I've run the fruit snacks Okay, times. okay, you like where this is going, right? <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> I went over to a friend's house. You know, she had she had some Reese's Cubs, some some little snacks here and there, some, mm. some uh, Pepper's Farm cookies. But she also introduced me to the Malibu Splash. Okay. Drinks, okay. okay. It's, it's pretty okay. good. It's pretty good. I, I thought I was like, okay, it's gonna be cheesy, like you know, my girlfriend's um, what are they? The the, the uh, truly drinks. Yeah, truly yeah, yeah. drinks. It, it's like it's like licking my TV. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I wait, can't. wait. How do you so, feel about the call? This. How do you feel about white this right claw? here? Okay. Oh, I never had. Uh, what is a white claw? You never had a white claw. I, I never, never had, had it. No, no, I refuse. Because <laughs> I had truly. I was like, nah, nah I'm good. Right. I'm not... good. There's no mas, no mas. In honor of Black History Month, you will not support White Claw at this moment in time. <laughs> keep it moving. Thank you, uh, Josh. Josh, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Oh, jeez. Uh, so I actually, I just, I just got the uh, bottoms up white wine table, white table mm. wine, bottoms Ooh. up. Uh, it is from M and W, and that's I want to say Mason Mason Noir, Noir wines, yes. which just means Black House. Um, really cool, black owned stuff. Uh, Twenty eighteen bottoms up is predominantly Riesling with Pinot Blanc and some mm. French word playing a small supporting role. Chin dripping peaches, aromatic citrus, great acidity, and just a kiss of sweetness. So. That's what I'm rocking out with. I do have a glass. I'm not. I'm not crazy, but you know. <laughs> hey, I got a bottle of my All I need is a brown paper bag, up, right? Right. Sticking with our theme, I am finished. Sylvia, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pokemon <laughs> down! Pokemon <laughs> down! Sylvia has had a little bit too much. I'm still drinking the Black Girl Magic Rosé. It's very nice. I'm probably going to finish this bottle. Sylvia, don't get to it first. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. <laughs> but okay, starting 
we got some. No, nope. <laughs> don't don't try to escape, little <laughs> Slippy. <laughs> you can't escape, little I'm Slippy. Saying, uh, speaking of little Slippy, start give it, start us with our news, man. What you got? Man? What's going on in the world? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, is that? But uh... <laughs> shout out to Bottoms Up. It's really nice. Um, news, <laughs> news. All right, I don't have that much. I don't think. Oh, actually, I might. But, uh, all right, so first, <laughs> this is, like, this is silly news, not really, like, this isn't going to, like, surprise, or you it's shouldn't go act on this. It's not earth-shattering. It's just, I thought it was funny. Um, mm. So, apparently, there is a Godzilla puppet show that goes on YouTube, and apparently, it's getting a third season. That's Let's right, go. ladies and gentlemen. It's- <laughs> I didn't even know there was a first. <laughs> right. Like, it's like... <laughs> This isn't something new. No, this has been happening, and it's getting a third season. Um, it's, it's called Go Go Godzilla Kun, a YouTube puppet show that transforms the monstrous and human protagonists into adorable puppets engaged in giant monster mayhem. It's returning to Toho's Godzilla channel on YouTube for a third season sometime in March of twenty. Oh, this is like. Legit. I didn't know it was going to be like Toho. Like, it's uh, Yeah, like, they, it's legit. Okay. They're trying to milk that milk that cow, you know? <laughs> um, final Evangelion movie is going to be the third longest animated film. Uh, mm-hmm. The final Evangelion film will be the longest non-compilation, non-mashup film in the franchise, clocking in at two hours and 34 minutes, mm. making it the third longest animated film ever. Uh, and it will be dropping in 2077. <laughs> right. <laughs> after correction, after correction, correction, and then glitches. Right. Yeah. Hot fixes, glitches, hot fixes, glitches. Right. Um, the film has been reported as rated G for all audiences, which that's is like very wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's like I can't just even seeing what was that two point mm-hmm. with what happened to um Oscar. Yeah, I'm not. That's not. A, yeah, just nah. I can't see that. But here is a short synopsis of the movie so far. Uh, Shinji Ikari, the cause of the third impact, has become derelict. Will he be able to rebuild himself? The animation tells the continuation of a story that has been locked away since 2012's Evangelion 3.0. So, that's, right. uh, that should be interesting. Whenever it drops, we're, we're just patiently waiting. Whenever, yeah. whenever you're ready, yeah. we're ready. So, okay. it's a, um, yeah. all jokes aside, that is about the same. And I think it has a, had about the same amount of delays as Cyberpunk for in, in all series. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the news I have. Um, well, I have, I guess, a little news. We saw actually today Mortal Kombat's trailer dropped. Um, oh, I thought we were saving that for reviews. I, we'll, I didn't we'll know get, we were we'll gonna... review it, but okay. you know, uh, <laughs> As we all know, uh, Mortal Kombat drops April uh, April sixteenth of twenty twenty one. As far as comic book goes, uh, I'm still I'm slowly working through it right now. Marvel mm-hmm. and DC aren't doing anything impressive. It's you sound uh, like the King and King and Black <laughs> main universe. You sound uh, constipated, main, sir. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get through it because it's painful. Uh, <laughs> I get but, it. No, yeah. So right now they're still doing the King and Black event. Uh, hopefully that wraps up. Other than that, just being a ginormous retcon for mm. symbiotes. 
Mm. Um, once again, don't know if it's going to really change the status quo, but uh, I like what Donny Cates was doing with the Venom story up until this point. It's just you ever get those main events where like everyone's involved, but at the same time, none of them are really involved. And like, nothing's like really. Yeah, they just yeah, show up. It's just no, they they release like two hundred other comics or supporting uh, comic stories, um, all wrapped up in the same event. You're like, well, I don't really care what Black Cat's doing at this point in time. Why would I care? Because <laughs> she's gonna steal you know. something from the god. Yeah, she's gonna bring it all together. You know, yeah? she is. Yeah? I'm trying. Still I'm trying. Part of so, the scene. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> this then, <is> what <laughs> and then DC is still doing the future state storyline uh, or event. I don't even know if it's an event. It's just I feel like they were they were tired of people complaining about being tired of their you know main line of superheroes. Mm-hmm. So they thought they'd shake it up by you know changing genders, changing races, changing ethnicities, and we'll get right. there. We won't I was about to say it's like we, we, this we is. Ah, the episode is coming. The episode is coming. Yeah, we we um. almost there. But the, those those are my news uh, right now. It's very quiet in the the comic book uh, major industry. There was some rumor about fans buying out DC, but I was like, that's unsupported. So <laughs> strong rumor. Um, strong. In in the world of video games, Nintendo dropped a direct. To um, many a mixed review from um, Nintendo fans across the globe. But uh, we'll link that. I'm not going to get super into it. You guys can read. Um, There's some fun stuff coming. Other than that, Keith, do you have any news, sir? Um, As far as... (laughs) Yeah, I kind of like dropped that on you. I was like, would you like to share with the class, Keith? (laughs) I mean, as far as news that I have, it's uh, not too much about um, about what you guys are on. It's, it's more about, like, um, you know, a politician fleeing t- um, Texas to Mexico. <laughs> oh, the bull? <laughs> right. The bull. During, during the, the snowstorm. He was like, oh, He's this like, mm, this, Yeah, it's like, I don't like this. I'm out. <laughs> I got to like, go. What? But him of all people to flee to Mexico. That's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's going to build the wall. That's all it is. He's in yeah. From the <laughs> he's other side. He's, he's from the other side. side. That's right. what's he's happening. Going, he's going to go collect he's, payment ahead of time, seeing right. as they're going to be the ones paying for it, seeing as that is a thing true, that true. could totally happen. It's not yeah. a false he, had to, he had to go there first because it's in his name, right? So he, he's, he's the only one that can get the key. That's he's starting name. from Cancun. Yeah, yeah, working his way back. Working his way back. Stay safe, though. Oh, um, so that's the news. Now let us go to <laughs> some reviews. You come to the blur bar only for the spiciest of news, okay? Right. Culture, <laughs> cocktails, hot takes, cold drinks, yeah. spicy news. Spicy. Um, so we, for our reviews, we will be reviewing HBO, HBO, HBO Max, yes. HBO's uh, and theaters. Oh, is it, is it out in theaters? Are theaters it is it out is in theaters. theaters? Still exists. That's impressive. Yeah, I actually, there was a theater that was built down the street from where I live, which is crazy. Like built, like new, Wait, they by opened up a new like theater? new built, okay. like new new. It had they had to like plan that like three years beforehand. Like, ha, it's going to drop in twenty twenty. It's going to be genius because everybody's <laughs> going to make vision puns. <laughs> um, 
So <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, starring Lakeith Stanfield. Starring, Hold on, starring... real quick. Is this like we're just gonna jump into that? That's all we're like. That's all we're reviewing. Okay. Do Do you have do any you other have reviews? Other reviews? I mean, listen. <laughs> I, I just wanted to real quick. That is big, though. That's it, a, it is. I, I feel it's your huge. point. I feel it's your huge. point. I thought we were gonna get into like the Mortal Kombat, Cruella. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. We can you want to talk about Wandavision too? Us? Are we doing I mean, that? We could do a little bit of Wandavision too. It's All comic right. books. Listen, that's true. That's true. He's not wrong. I, I'm, you know, I'm fine with. Yo, come uh, on. All right, so real quick, <laughs> we got comic. We got show. We got show out up here. All right, we got. We got sh- uh, <laughs> real quick, uh, hit the little so, slip. <laughs> now, now we really need a uh, we need a t shirt. Um, anywho, <laughs> so I finished Great Pretender on uh, Netflix. Oh, people love okay. that, and it was cool. The first season for me, I was like, "Oh, you you're giving me heavy like." You're giving me heavy uh, Cowboy Bebop vibes. You're giving me, like, there was something else. Dude. It felt like Cowboy Bebop. Oh, almost like a little bit like Lupin, uh, Lupin the Third, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with it being mm-hmm. like a, a heisty thing. Um, but it wasn't like I didn't really care for the characters. I was just watching it because I had heard offhandedly you say to Daniel Sterling that you were like, oh, I'm almost done Great Pretender. I was like, oh, I guess I should watch that. And then I watched it and I was like, Okay, I mean, it's all right. The ending of it, I was like, "Oh, this okay. this wraps up a little bit more nicely than I than I was expecting." Um, I, I all in for that review only because I stopped because I was bored. I was oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, mm-hmm. it's Appreciate just like that. it's it's cool, <laughs> but as some like not not to be gatekeeping, but like as someone who grew up with like Lupin the Third and and Cowboy Bebop, it was like, you're, you're almost there. You almost, mm, you're missing something. Like, I don't really care about the characters that much. Uh, they're not bad characters. It wasn't a bad movie or show. It was just like, meh, I give it a three. I give it three sake gourds. Um, okay. Cruella trailer. Uh, it just makes me want to watch 101 Dalmatians. I'm like, is there something that I missed? Is there something that I missed? In- <laughs> is there something that I missed when they like, when when Cruella was revealed as like the you know as being I know that she's the villain but like is there something along that storyline that I was like oh they could really take this and give us an origin story no and okay. I'm just I have to rewatch it that's all I'm hold, saying hold on, I have to rewatch 101 so Dalmatians you go let Keith go yeah, yeah. I was just about to say okay. Keith go ahead yeah so so when it comes to um. The first thing, the first thing that you were talking about, is it kind of like when you go to somebody's like picnic or barbecue and they're not like you, but you eat the potato salad and you just like, this just don't have the flavor? Is that, is that yeah. what you got from it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. like, it's not bad. It's just like, not that, enough salt. It was like, you, not you enough put... salt. No celery seeds. No, no celery paprika. seeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who brought this? Who made <laughs> There's Who not enough the like subtlety salad? of mustard. I'll, Who made I'll, the potatoes? I'll eat it. I'll eat it. It's it's what's up with the raisins? <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad. There were no raisins. There, wasn't, there, wasn't, there, there, there were no raisins. There were no raisins. There were no raisins. I think no it's raisins. Just, just think it's like mayo and yeah, not seasoned enough. Potatoes. Yeah, not okay. seasoned enough. Very much. It's just mayo, the mayo consistency potatoes, of no the potato was just a little too soft. You know, you got to get a little. 
Like somebody and left it in the that's car. That's perfect. That's perfect. And with the second thing, um, Cruella. the Cruella, Cruella, um, that kind of reminds me of the Wizard of Oz um, book about uh, Son of the a witch? witch, Wicked, Wicked, oh, Wicked. Mm. really? Yes, that, that's about well, the, the Wicked Witch. Relatable. So right, it changed. So maybe Cruella can give give us something that we. Didn't quite think, you know? Maybe no. she's not evil. Maybe, no. like... Uh, Maybe she's misunderstood. Right. Maybe uh, uh, Dalmatian, like, killed her parents and <laughs> just to feel better, you know, she needs to wear their skin as a coat. Right. Like, maybe. Keith, we thank you for joining us. You have a blessing. <laughs> um, what you're not going to do on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I- and here's my thing. Here's my thing with it. And this is actually this is this is also a segue into like the next thing. But um, I don't think it's gonna be a horrible movie. I I this is like one of the first times where I'm literally just like, but like why though? Not in a rude way. <laughs> Not in a rude way. Just like we're we're flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like so like literally I, I have, nobody asks for this. But I have I mean, I, have I mean you're right. I have feelings about this. So. Watching the trailer, like, I watched it twice just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Same. Um, I watched it to make sure I understood the plot enough. Um, apparently, she's crazy. Okay. We got that from the first one. Crazy uh, crazy I mean, was what she said. Okay. She said she was crazy. That's it. I ain't say it. <laughs> I ain't say that it. That was her. The movie, the movie said she crazy. Fine. But what we, what I feel like we've done... I call this the Harley effect, right? Mm. The Harley effect. So the running mascara, the like half crying, half like maniacal laughter type shots. And she's not bad because she wants to be. Someone else was bad to her, which broke her. And now she's bad. You think she's just looking... I think there there's also an angle that they I feel like they tried to push her like a uh, hint at that like she's looking for mommy's affection and it just drove her to like yeah but whoever but that older white lady was that she was like oh she gonna recognize me put my dress on fire bitch watch this <laughs> like I was like but, like that, no that was a gets, lot I like, need to watch this did no one else get <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer did no one else get the Suicide Squad vibes that I got so actually if I could, I got sucker punch. When I got Joker movie in jail, like I got Heath Ledger Joker specifically, right? Not um, mm. not Joaquin. And that See, thing, I, I got I got the Harley Quinn, you which know. is fair. He, they got the same color scheme though, so that's fair. Um, that so it got me one. I was like, oh man, this is the dopest white stripes video I ever seen. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> I once I was watching, I was like, this is just kind of a Joker movie, and then that made me reevaluate. So I'm like. The hero Here's arc. my thing. Go ahead. I'm gonna yeah. let you okay, finish. Okay, no, you, you I'm good? Gonna let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. Save that energy though. Save it. Just like put it. I want the level three super. So just you know. <laughs> um, mm. But I'm like, okay. So it broke down. So I'm like, what? What? What about this interests me? And I think the archetype of rebel genius who's also a mad, who's also mad, trying mm. to disrupt the status quo and prove that there are other ways opposed to like. Sure, I'll take that. 
I'll take that, you know. I think it's very interesting because Disney has been doing this thing where they're like, hey, look at our villains, though. Because they they've had this show called The Descendants, which is supposed to be like the mm-hmm. kids of all the villains. And that's been running for a minute. Um, I think, I don't, I guess Maleficent did well enough to get another movie. So they're, once they're like, money? Sure. <laughs> but right, before you before you go further, like that trope has been like, ran, it's ran its course. It was a you short. So? Tro- it was it's a uh, short. But hear, hear me out, because what we do is now, and I, Josh I've always over there vibrating. Josh is like, yeah, <laughs> easy there. Um, but it's always that concept of like the villain, the hero is still a villain to to the, somebody, to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. In this case, and so, your terrorist is my freedom fighter, right? And less words than that, but yes, unless um, I'm not a dog though. She wanted to but, kill dogs. No, like, she wanted to kill but like, dogs. I mean, but, maybe, but maybe it's a story about descent into madness, right? Not like we have the heroes. So. But the descent into madness is often like the response. The the fault often lies on who the hero would be in a traditional story, right? Like mm-hmm. in Maleficent, it was the the prince or the king, and he was doing right by his people. But he goes mad, therefore Maleficent goes mad. No, and so, the king fucked her over. Yes. But he was initially trying to be a good guy, holding you know, holding out for his kingdom. No, he wasn't. Yes, he, he was. He was thrust to... into power, and he said, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to do me." <laughs> and so he, listen, the the story <laughs> of self interest is what I feel is what we keep getting to. Uh, oh, so, instead of the greater good, you went the you want the some greater, greater good. good. Like self interest is often the motive for a hero uh, when they're doing these retellings of villains. Hmm. It was just like, oh. Had you been thinking about being a good person overall, I wouldn't be a villain right now. I wouldn't have stole your baby. I wouldn't, you know, like, you had a chance. But no, now I got to go out here and steal your baby. Like, that's how I feel. And that's how I feel like Corella's going to be. Josh, please unleash your level three super, please. (laughs) Rain down from the heaven. What we not going to (laughs) do. Have you guys seen that meme where the guy, the kid's dancing and he like, they like put in the Capcom super and it's like a cannon? Oh, dude, it's one of the best gifts ever of all time. So you've been charging up. You've been, I see. Nah, it just just reminded me what you said. Um, But no, here's my thing with trying to compare it to Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I said not Joaquin. Right. Well, you said Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. You said Heath Ledger, but yeah. I have also seen. I've seen other people say, "Oh, this is going to be like the Joker," and I'm like, "That's disrespectful." One. <laughs> First <laughs> and, of all, I don't like your tone. One, watch your mouth. Put some respect on Secondly, that tells me that you probably didn't see the movie. <laughs> like, that's. Like what the like? <laughs> really? That's what you okay? Anywho, and then I feel like with um with telling the what is it telling the villain story? Disney has been doing that uh more recently with like Maleficent and now Cruella. I feel as though with Maleficent they did it in a way. The first movie, they did it in a way that was really cool, and I was like, okay, that's like. One that that's literally a reimagining of like what happened, a reimagining more right. adult version of what happened, and like I could see that being a thing. And I also didn't, we didn't get that much information about uh Maleficent and Sleeping Beauty, 
right? Mm-hmm. She's just she's just in the woods, turned into a dragon and shit. She's just you know what I mean. She's just doing her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with, your daddy. It was daddy <laughs> right? did it. It, it was a very different retelling. With right. 101 Dalmatians, if I'm not mistaken, once again, I got to go back and, and rewatch the movie. It's kind of like she steps in, like, legit, like, like you guys are trash. Oh, but you got some puppies, though. I want that. <laughs> Run. <Yeah. laughs> like, Run. Run them. Like, <laughs> Run them and it's puppies. just like, there's not, I'm not understanding why we need the origin of, like, what took oh, her to Josh, that. Josh, Disney likes money. What's up? <laughs> it's kind of true. It's kind of oh, true. Yes. He speaks the true true. Wait, what happened? Disney <laughs> I I froze. <laughs> well, yes, that's very true. That, <laughs> this is true. You've activated my trap card. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, uh-huh. he secures the bag. Um so yeah, what it's just <laughs> Right. Uh I just I just don't. I just don't get it. I and yeah, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't, and I don't think it's. I think it's going to be interesting. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's going to okay. be interesting. So this has been. Um, I know we still we still have a lot to review. So I want to. We did. Uh, I'm sorry. Table this. Get to uh, Juice and the Black Messiah. But I want you to consider what's Disney after. They're trying to get Disney Plus subscriptions, right? Mm-hmm. Who's who's in the house and who's had streaming services and now has money the millennials you write a movie that speaks to the millennials where it's just like i want to flaunt on i want to flex on the boomers and gen xers and it's like yeah mm-hmm. and then when an article comes out the gen z don't think we cool it's like oh man <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it matters not what they think right <laughs> well they just got they just got here they just got here don't Sit forget to like comment funny. and subscribe don't oh, forget to like comment important. and subscribe <laughs> so we down are, in the link yes. We are going to go over to our big review of Judas and the Black yes. Messiah. But before we do that, please take a moment. Get a glass of water. Hydration is important. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, look up the Movios podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. And uh, link in the description. And let's get to it, gentlemen. Keith, you want to start us off on this one, my friend? Please do. Actually, I, w- I was thinking about 30 coins. Like, I'm surprised that none of you talk about it. None of you have seen it. It's like... You guys being the video game and comic book like nerds that, that we are, like that is true. That is us. Here's thirty I, coins. Thirty coins. Granted, there's subtitles and they don't slow down at all. Like they're just <laughs> flashing. But my goodness, amazing, amazing. Like like th- the final episode came and like within the first five minutes, they're fighting a devil may cry type boss. Like. <laughs> In the first five minutes of the final, come on! This come is Netflix. Thirty eh? coins it's on, the list. It's on, on the list. HBO Max. Got HBO it. Max. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Thirty coins, freaking amazing, freaking amazing. It's like a religious kind of, um, how can I put it, without ruining it, religious uh, story about like um, the power that comes from the coins that uh, Judas received. Oh, from, oh shit. yes. Yes, the dark powers that came from it's incredible. Well, I know we're watching this weekend. Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But join us next on. week for the next episode of Dragon Ball. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, getting on to the the bigger story right now, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. I now 
I found it incredible. Um, incredible because it told the story of uh, Will O'Neill and everything from his point of view and everything mm. that he was dealing with. So if you come in and you're expecting something about Fred Hampton and something that you didn't already know about the Black Panthers, then yeah, you're probably in the wrong space mm. because it's it's not that it's not that. But mm. it does kind of humanize uh, Will O'Neill, which not everyone's going to like. <laughs> I mean, no. I. What was your go take? Go, go. I mean, if you have more, please, please share. I mean, um. I, I um, like how it definitely pointed out that the F, how involved the S. FBI were mm. um, in everything that that took place. Um, I love the connection between Hampton and his people, as well as Hampton and his wife, mm-hmm. because like that was that was huge. Just like um, after Hampton gave some of his speeches, her reaction for the pit. in the beginning. The pit. Right. In the beginning, she was like, all for his speeches, but mm, you know what? You got to tone it down. Yeah. Then, close to the end, she was just like, whoa, whoa, what you saying? You can't be saying that. I got, you know, I got this going on. So I don't want to ruin it for people who don't know the story, but right. it, it, I, it's history, I definitely so enjoy for, it. I, will, I, will, I feel like there's not really a spoiler alert. Um, because, no, I, mean, I would disagree. I would disagree. History. It is history. It's, it's it is. history. Fred Hampton is no longer with us. That is, there's no, there's nothing. I I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that I disagree that we should keep it. We should I, have. I'll, I'll be. I'll spoilers. play it safe because it's been out only a week. But I'm saying at the same general time, spoiler rules. General spoiler. Rules. At the same time, my my take on this is largely due to history, right? Like mm. I didn't I didn't grow up not knowing the story. Oh, you mm. flexing your your homeschool? Education. He is. He is. He is real hard. He is Not real hard. <laughs> because this wasn't this wasn't in. Can't wait for my turn, but <laughs> but you know. Um, I mean, some of us went to white schools, so we didn't even hear about the Black Panthers until we went to college. But, but oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, Fred Hampton, <laughs> I didn't know about until I was in my twenties. But I'm just saying, when I did it, I read up on all of it. Right, so mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. about. It. But anyway, mm-hmm. okay, easy there, little slippy. Um, <laughs> Why he goes to you though? <laughs> but I guess I'll give my review. Um, I and this is—I think this is a fault of myself. Um, being so familiar with the real life people that were being portrayed, I think sometimes all I saw was Daniel Kulia, like Kulia, being Daniel Kulia as a great actor, not really mm, yeah. being Fred Hampton. Um, I think the cast was great, but I think because of the age gap, keep in mind, Fred Hampton was 21 years old. Wild. Mm -hmm. Wild. You know, all of these actors were well over their thirties or in their thirties playing supposedly teenagers because everyone at that Black Panther party, as mature as their thought process was, they were kids. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think sometimes that like, disengaged me a bit from it. They were great actors um, and did great uh, storytelling, but at the same time, I got disconnected a few times. I was like, alright. Him, him a little old, but it's okay. <laughs> um, 
I like I do appreciate the story being told from uh, William O'Neill's perspective, um, given that he only gave one interview in his life, mm-hmm. and so to glean all of that, glean most of the story from that one interview, um, and then you know to, to kind of speckle it in with other accounts and you know, Deborah Johnson, you know, still being surviving that encounter and all that. Um, it's a beautiful thing that we were able to to see another piece of history being cinematically shown at the same time. This only reinforces like my brain, my brain still got very angry very quickly. Whenever I see somebody playing somebody like Edgar Hoover, J Edgar Hoover, whenever you see him on screen, I just, that is one of them niggas. I just be like, Oh, I'm so glad you on I'm so glad he I'm so glad he does not walk this earth anymore because he he one of them people that I would just be like, Ugh. Oh God. He just every time I see somebody portraying him, I'm just like, Oh now I don't like them that much anymore. And I like, <laughs> now I don't like the actor. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and Martin Sheen. You agreed to this. Right. Oh, Martin Sheen killed it. He can't. If there was anyone who camouflaged that role, he was the only person I was like, that Martin Sheen? That's Martin Sheen? Oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, okay. Um, but other than that, I think um, it didn't shy away from the darker parts of the mm. Chicago section or the, you know, the Illinois. Uh, section of Black Panthers because there was violence you know there was uh, a rhetoric that was while it was revolutionary it was also you know problematic for the people that it was against it wouldn't have been problematic for me but you know other people (laughs) other people it was problematic so you know you um, can say it it's black history man (laughs) no but I mean even then right like he wasn't racist Fred Hampton wasn't true. racist. No, it was his his hatred was directed toward an established government, right? So, um, but uh, you know, I, it didn't shy away from those parts, and I think that was the beauty of this movie. Because normally, if this was on like a TV film or something like that, it would be like, oh, we can't say that. Mm-hmm. But um, hmm. if I had to give it uh, out of five of my. Uh, Rams drinking horns, horns. Uh, <laughs> drinking horns. Uh, I give it about a three, three point five. It was a solid really? movie. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> everybody's eyebrows. Everybody, yeah, everybody was just like, <laughs> no, like I, I feel like because of the story, already being you know, you know the source material already being available. Um, I think Lakeith Stanfield did a great job of emoting, but mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think the overall story made me like transported me there. That's just for me. But I'm done now. Go ahead, Josh. Josh is so ready. Um, Well, before before I do that, Keith, uh, we talked about it before, and we wanna. I actually rendered it up, so you have a guest chalice. Um, How many chalices would you give uh, Judas Uh, Black Messiah out of five? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, 15. you know what? <laughs> you know what? It, as as good of a movie as it was, um I 
I do see where where Big Dan is coming from, and he actually does have a point. Um, however, I give it a little more credit just because I mean, not everyone wants to read all of the various books and mm-hmm. literature that's mm-hmm. associated with that. And declassified so, documents from the FBI. <laughs> uh, so, for them to put it together the way that they did, you know, uh, Shaka King, um, Ryan Coogler, the Lucas mm-hmm. the Lucas brothers, just mm-hmm. all putting it together the way that they had, I actually give it four. Mm. Four out of five. Mm. Not bad. Cool. I, like I said, I, I came from a different perspective with it. I don't think it was a bad mm. movie. I just... <laughs> If it if it gets nominated for an Academy Award, it's because of its source material, not necessarily its delivery. Okay, all right, just putting it on out there. I said what I said. Y'all can fight <laughs> me. No, no, see, I just I just I don't it. want. I liked it. I liked it. I, just, I, just, I, just, I, just, <laughs> I just don't want the Academy to run up on the blur burn. Cause we hey. got the Academy, we got Rami Malek, you we got, got we got we got, can... <laughs> we got the whole Muvios podcast behind you, okay? Oh, you good, you good in these streets, oh, good in these man. streets. So, uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, I'll I'll explain how I watched it. Um, over the past weekend, uh, we were <laughs> we were down in Lexington, Virginia, for uh, Valentine's Day. Mm, um, stay safe, me man. and Laura. Right, no, we made it back. So, <laughs> um, I yeah, sorry, got that's your, a yeah, you got your green book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we actually went to the movie theaters because we were we were just looking for something to do. There were movie theaters. Um, it was playing. I was like, oh snap! I actually did want to see that. Uh, she's like, okay, like let's go see it. So we went and go and saw it. We were we missed like the first scene, literally like the first. Five ten minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, came mm-hmm. in when he was already. Uh, well, we missed the first scene, and so um, so going into it, I just knew that it was Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, and it seemed to. I I was just intrigued. I'm like, I'm always down for whatever they do, and mm-hmm. that the way that the trailer was shot, I was like. I'm in. You, sure, why not? <laughs> <Say> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So went in and then found out that it was about the Black Panthers and everything. I was like, oh, cool, cool. All right. So um, watched it. And then I was like, oh, snap, at the end. And then the uh, credits started rolling and they, you know, retell the whole story. Well, not retell the whole story, but tell the story. Um, I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, then I saw that, uh, got back home, saw that, uh, Kev on stage on his, uh, show, Here's the Thing, they were going to talk about it. And I was like, oh, I want to, I want to really have my own opinion from (laughs) beginning to end before I go into this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so then I watched it, I watched it over from beginning to end, uh, uh, earlier this week. And that's when I saw like, oh, based on true events. I was like, oh, snap. Um, and then I saw the Kevin Sage or whatever. But uh, I literally did not know um, this story. And I think that's... I don't think that is a rare occurrence in the way that education is ran in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's definitely like Are you Tulsa? Tulsa? Like mm-hmm. I I really I heard about it when um there was a there was that video going around when we were like when we when people um not us were destroying targets um <laughs> and uh not us not, not us, us not us were destroying targets and then that lady like uh popped off about it and like Ooh, talked about, yeah talked that about video. tulsa and stuff like that. i was like oh snap like that happened and then and then i looked all that up and yada 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 um so i do think that there is a there is a uh necessary need unfortunately that this the film media is like the gateway to learning all of these other things Hmm. the visual Um, age the visual visual aid i would say right right but it's it's still something where it's like if they're not going to teach it to you in your schools when are you going to really learn you know what i mean it depends on the curriculum of your school some of us are privileged to have that uh, well-rounded. It's it is a privilege if you think no, you're about right, it. You're right. You're right. It's a privilege to because like now you you're you're privy to these things. So like for you, it's like something happens and you're like, mm, there's a green flag down the road. I heard about them green flags. That shit's racist. And I'm like, what you mean? It's a green flag. It ain't nothing wrong with that. And green like, and go. <laughs> and then now now I'm in the horror movie and you're like I tried to tell him like <laughs> then so you have to I, be T.S. motherfucking Nate Oscar is in it so it's like you just it's I think it's I think that with that being the case of the education um this was really cool and I was mm-hmm. like oh snap and like now it like it opens my mind and it opens my world to other things that I can now look into. Um, do I wish that was the only way? No, because as you said, at the end of the movie, I was triggered AF. Mm. Like and that's why I texted y'all, I was like, I saw Judas and the Black Messiah, and that's all I can say about it at this moment. <laughs> because I had literally just walked out of the movie theaters and I was like <sighs> Gotta take a deep breath. Why white people gotta be that, white people? That, that happens. <laughs> that happens every time I see kind of these movies, yeah. and I'm just like, part of me is like almost avoiding them now, mm. especially if they're based on true events. If they're based on true events, I'll read it, or I probably already have read it. So, um, if it's something I haven't heard, I'll I'll filter. But a visual mm-hmm. sometimes get me to the point where I'm like, the next literally <laughs> I see who don't look like me getting hands so literally <laughs> back in high school um all four years of course like you know february comes around and we mm. watch all of the stuffs and <laughs> like la Amistad. <laughs> pretty much then it's just like and i literally got to a point by the end of like high school i was like I'm tired of feeling upset at white people. I get they did some <laughs> fucked up shit, but I'm literally tired right now at being upset at white people. And it's just like, I just, I don't want, I don't want to feel that anymore. And mm-hmm. like, if it happens, great. It happens. And like, because of education, like, or because of the way I've been educated, it's like, you handle it a certain way, but I'm tired. You don't want to go to jail. That's right. why you <laughs> But I'm tired of like going into the movies and coming out 
ready to like rage against the world. Um, the machine. What I did, well, oh, rage mm. against you know, yeah, the machine, not the world, just the machine, which is no. Sometimes people. it's people. Um, it's sometimes um, it's just people. I, I really quick s- small story. I was in the, <laughs> last, the really quick because I because now you got me in my feelings. Um, <laughs> the Spike Lee movie, the last one he did with uh, Denzel Washington's son about the cop. Mm. Why can't I remember the name? Mm. Oh, so you're talking about John David Washington? Yes. Okay. Well, he plays a cop that infiltrates like a white-only police force or something like that. Uh, oh, Black Klansman. Black Klansman, thank you. Yeah, Black Klansman, yeah, yeah. And the end of that movie. So we're in the movie theater, and all I hear is white people going, <laughs> and I wanted to turn around so bad and be like, shut the hell up. Shut the shut the hell up! Don't make me come over there. I will slap you. Lord, I will slap you with your own popcorn. Lord. Don't make me come over there. Listen there. This is so stop. awful. Stop it! And I was like, stop it! Stop it! Shut up! Shut. Take your popcorn and shut up. You yeah. need to leave. <laughs> so, and, but go ahead. go ahead. But yeah, so um, so there was that feeling in it. But outside of that, I thought it was a really great story. Um, telling it from, uh, oh, oh, I almost, yeah, I almost, I almost said a, a thing that would have like ruined it. I mean, unless you've been reading books. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel attacked. <laughs> it's 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 just that it's, it's, it was right here. Right the here. only thing is, it's just like um, there is so much stuff that we just do not know. And because it isn't taught and you have to go like, you have to know to even go searching for it Mm -hmm. where it's like to be demonized for not knowing it. Right. And I'm not saying that that's what you were doing, but it's just like there, there, there will be like, I'm sure like, you know, when we get big enough and people like read this episode or listen to this episode, um, like, oh my goodness, you didn't know about, yeah. Like I'm sure like Dr. Umar is going to be like, you know, number three, like, He's not even going to say that. He's just going to give you the stare. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Please don't listen to my hanging up does not exist. And it's like, Sorry. I'm just, I'm not trying, like, I want to, I want to know these things, but I don't know what I don't know. Anywho. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, being it being told from Bill's uh, perspective, it was like, ah, oh, I understand that you're in a tight spot. But also, <laughs> nigga, nigga, <laughs> nigga, nigga. <laughs> but like, like I, I get it, and at the same time, it still, it still worked within me. <laughs> um, sometimes yeah. it's not even us; it's the ancestors, man. It's just, cool. <laughs> it was just, uh, it was, it was a wild ride. Uh, now yeah. on to the acting performances, um, because once again, because I didn't know I, what I didn't know. I was just like, oh, Dan Kaluuya is, he is like really he's, just showing his ass it. out here. He's, he's just, doing it. he's, he's doing the thing. Um, Lakeith Stanfield, to his credit, it, it was, I don't know if it's like he's been typecasted yet, but a lot of his stuff seems like a man unhinged. Even Knives yes. Out? Yes. Even what? Knives Out? No, Knives Out, he was very like plain James. Knives Out was different. Knives Out was Knives different. Out was different. He he wasn't unhinged. He was just he was yeah. He was normal. He was normal. I tell no, you, but he was like also a very B character. Like he wasn't like mm. he didn't have 
the majority of his scenes weren't like him dominating. But and yeah, a lot same of same uncut gems, right? Mm-hmm. Very side character. But yeah. so I'll say a lot of things that I've seen him in, he seems like and like he's typecast as like an unhinged man. And so I was like, oh, cool, Lakeith being Lakeith. <laughs> it was still that's a, what he does. <laughs> yeah, it was still an awesome performance. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it wasn't. Um, and then like literally everybody else that that showed up in that movie just gave an awesome performance. Where it's like. Ah, as like an aspiring thespian, it's like it's cool to see that group of people because they're all around the same age. Yeah, and it's like you they have you know that they're like hanging out together and like growing together and like I really hope that they do go on to do bigger and better things. And I think that that's just the trajectory of their career. You know, like yeah. So me personally, with everything going with all of that going into the movie and then seeing it again. I have to give it a 4.5 because I think that I give it a 4.5 because I thought it was a really good movie and really greatly executed and really greatly acted. Um, The 0.5 deficit is because personally, I am still tired of hating white people after seeing the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hate going out of the movie and being like, now I gotta go like scalp three white people. Like it's just like I hate that. <laughs> this is a joke. This is a joke. This was a joke. This was all just, a joke. I I, <laughs> or not, I, I don't like I don't like having that like drummed up within me. Sure. Um because it's just like this is why I can't trust none of y'all, right? Like and it's like we're trying no, to be no, you're we're trying to do better, that. we're trying to be better, we're trying to like grow together as a community. But, like, that's just a personal thing. That's the only reason why. So if you're fine with that, if you're fine with that feeling, um, you probably give it a 5. I personally give it a 4.5. I mean, um, just wait until they're making movies about the stuff that happened with about us last year. <laughs> exactly. About no, like, real movies. Right. It's going to be real different when we're watching something and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then you <laughs> see the That's episode. Hollywood. But then you see the FBI sitting in, like, BLM meetings and, uh, mm. you know, putting out bricks in front of police stations and then throwing mm. those same bricks at their own police. Uh. Never mind. I, I'm sorry. Darkest mm. timeline. Mm. Anyway, so, Sterling, you still got I'm your a, I'm going to be real swift mm. because, I mean, you guys covered a lot. I really appreciate hearing <laughs> your perspectives and hearing everything. <laughs> oh, that tea good, Keith. That tea good. That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> that, that ain't none of my business. Um, I, my favorite. So this was a story that I did not hear until I was an undergrad in the declassification of the FBI files came out and I read the FBI mm-hmm. files and it was wild to me because I, I didn't, I was like, it, because it's like, this is declassified FBI files. Like there's stuff redacted in there. And I'm like, this is real. This really happened. This isn't a story of any kind. This is real. So, um, seeing it come across as well executed as a film as it was, it was just a very solid film where if you did not know the story, you could have been like, Oh man, dang, what is this? Like an adaption from a novel? What is this? Some crazy espionage stuff. And it's like, no, this is black history. (laughs) Um, History. It's history. It's history. uh, It is the dark past of America. It is history. Not black history. It ain't our history. It ain't day history. It is history, and that and that, recent history and recent history. Re- that's the part like it's that, fifty years. Oh God, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
No, you're good. That's no, it? that's fine. See, see before, that triggering? I'm a fan of you. Before I watched it, I actually saw my mentor, Kevin, uh, post a status. And he was like, hey, uh, black people, if you're watching Judas and the Black Peace, take care, take care of yourself. Take care. And the Black Messiah, mm. I'm sorry. Take care of yourself, you know. And yeah. I think it is very important where if we get to a point as a people where we're like, we see a movie and we're like, hey, we recognize that importance, but I'm not watching that. And that, like, that's care. And that's that's completely understandable. But anyway, for review, definitely going uh, 4.3 out of 5 uh, potion bottles, you know. I think it was a excellent story, excellently executed, well done. And then uh, there, Shaka King has a interview with GQ, and it was excellent because they really detailed the study of mm. what they went through to to read and uh, what it was like interacting with Fred Hampton Jr. as a consultant and him mm. being like on set and that's like it gave a completely different perspective to see mm. the intensity, the respect because like he gave this what it deserved, like the 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 sheer amount of investment and that moved that also moved me. So seeing that behind the scenes interview uh, was the GQ. I'll link it, uh, but yeah. 4.3. Excellent film. Um, I was also very upset. I was when I was I took a break to grab some more food and my roommate was like, dude, are you okay? And I was like, nah, man, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. Because it messes me up. It is. That, to see the year. And it's like, no, nah, my grandma was like a teenager. Like my grandmother. <laughs> Not, yeah. you know, and said like, I could call her right now. <laughs> and, um, yeah, my mom was a teenager. Like yeah. that's how that's how crazy it is. My mom was yeah. fifteen years old. Like, and, and to your point, I uh, Daniel, they when you learned that he was twenty one, that hit that hurt so bad, dude. He was just like a kid, like actually. And, a kid. My little brother, just was. like he's and, younger than what we are now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then when you think about like, and they they talked about this on here's the thing. It's like. That's what he was doing 2021, like the whole Rainbow Coalition and all that stuff. And like, like what what the world would have looked like, like that trajectory of like what could have happened. It's just that's it's just more like fuel for like the enraging, triggering Inferno. It's just like I can't think about these things right now. Because <laughs> oh no, yeah, you start trying to be you better. Start going, you start you, going down that you list. Want to know. Like, yeah, when you what? start going down that list, because it's that's what, that's why they start putting us into the the curriculum that they did when you know in our age group, because they wanted to pacify us. Like there, mm-hmm. you can't keep creating revolutionaries if you keep doing that. What happens is we start to outnumber people real quick, mm-hmm. and, and we so when you do, you start giving them, you start giving them the dumb stuff. Learn algebra. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> this Pythagorean theorem, bro. Hold that. Like, hold that. You hear when you hear him talk the way he talked, like with such a knowledge of the existing world. Like mm-hmm. this man was well read yes. at twenty one. Like I'm still mm-hmm. getting there. This mm-hmm. man was well read, and so you're sitting there and you're like, "What if we were all well read at twenty one? Right. No, there would have been no in- storm in the capital. These niggas would have been at their homes, quiet and quiet." <laughs> That would have been quiet because no. we would have been reading. Um, it, but it's beautiful. It, it's it's why taking that that fire and that because it really made me sit with myself and like think about myself. And I am at my core passion. 
and I have to ask myself what that looks like. And mm-hmm. it's important to know, like, and we're going to we're going to wrap up with this because we still we still got a whole other. Pod, this like, isn't whole even the main content. This wasn't even the main content. <laughs> Um, but, but we, we can time. have a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, but I think whole. it's really important to remember that, like, the when he said, like, you can kill a revolutionary, you can't kill a revolution. That was heavy because you kill a revolutionary, can't kill a revolution. <laughs> yes, just like that, Josh. Good just job. Just like that. <laughs> Good time. Good. Um, you gonna put that in your reel or no? You said oh, yeah, that to your agent or no? Most definitely. Um, but it's very important to remember that you know, change society isn't this big amorphous blob thing of like, no, it's each and every person. It's beliefs in people and these things can change and we it is on us to continue to push for the change that we deserve. And I'm gonna wrap up with that because I don't want to pop up. We all, all of us in here tight, boy. We, we all uh, ready. I am, we all I ready. am, I'm ready. I, I'm about, I mean, after this, I'm gonna probably have to play like some Call of Duty or something just so I can just, like, shoot. I mean, we I see all. the colors, the green, black, and red right there. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you know what it is, man. <laughs> <That's sick>. No. <laughs> no. So, uh, Woo. so um, I guess it's on me to introduce our main segment of the evening. You know? Which is so much less untriggering. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> uh, for, all, for all black people though? watching, you know, get some water, take some time to yourself if you need to. Mm. Um, mm. Pause the video, are, come back. Come back. <laughs> all right, go. You back? You good? You all right? Okay, Ooh. we love it. I don't even know if I'm ready. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm ready anymore. Big day, need a break? <laughs> You, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we are going to talk about quote unquote race bending. When we're in an adaptation, taking a character that in the original source material was presented as one race, and then in the adaption, presenting them as another. We're going to talk about such things as like where is the line between inclusion and pandering? And um Keith, if you want to lead us off, if you if you have any notes, if you have any questions, I'm not I'm not trying to put the spotlight on Oof. you. You know, we we are prepared over Oof. here. You know, I do have a couple Oof. of questions, but you're the guest. There is want to want to serve your plate first. You know, there is <laughs> so much uh, where there's uh, race bending and attempting to pander. Now, oh my goodness, I really don't know where to start. I really don't like. Um, Give us some there good. Are, give us some good examples. Let's 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 I cheer ourselves up first. No, let's, let's, let's start with some of your examples, Sterling. Um, you know, um, I don't want to start this off. Let's, let's no, go. you're good. You're good. So we have Domino and Deadpool two. We have Cassandra Kane and Birds of Prey. We have Maxwell Lord in nineteen and Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Now I don't know. This 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 leads into an interesting question. Because the character of Maxwell Lord in nineteen in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, it was never discussed about his heritage, but he is an originally white character in the comic, being portrayed by um, a man a man of Hispanic descent. Um, and then also piggybacking off of that, Pedro Pascal, uh, Joel in the Last of Us HBO series has been confirmed to be Pedro Pascal. Um, we have Aqualad from Young Justice, the Young Justice cartoon. He was uh, black. We have A Train <clears throat> from The Boys. Quick, quick, quick question. Yes. Uh, Cassandra Kane and Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. like the old WB show from like... Oh, no, no. Harley Quinn? Quinn, the movie. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you forgot it existed, Quinn. didn't you? Cassandra Kane was played by... Journey Smollett. No. No, no, no. That was, that was um, Dinah. That was Black Canary. 
That was oh, I'm sorry. That was Black Canary. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So is it yeah. not Cassandra Kane? Because Cassandra Kane was definitely played by a white woman. No, she was played by a little Asian girl. She, yeah, that's what I thought. She was, was a okay. Asian girl. Yeah. yeah. So then you yeah. might as well throw Journey in there as well for you right. Black Canary. <laughs> Black Canary. Black Canary. You're right. You're right. Then, and as the more we talk about it, we're just going to keep that. Like even um, Lakeith Stanfield as L in Netflix's um, Death Note. Yeah. I completely forgot about it until we talked Death about Note. it. Death Note. Yeah. Um, Wait. We have what? Yeah. L Stanfield was, was not black. And uh, he was L. Th- Wait, in Netflix's in the Netflix? Death Note. Yeah, you're fine. Netflix you're fine. You don't. Note. You don't have to watch. It. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so look at your face. So Josh, Josh, you're so disappointed. You're so disappointed. Oh my goodness, Josh was like, "Oh, I just gave this man all this praise, and he did that." You I mean, he so was legit crazy. though. Yeah. Legit. That's what no. It he is. was. He was the yeah. best part of. He was the be- the best part of the film. Um, uh, his performance was still great. It was just in Netflix's Death Note. Now, uh, we have, now Sterling, these are these are you're listing good good. I'm good I'm listing choices. numbers. I'm going numbers. We could talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Call back. <laughs> Call but back. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sweet. just listing numbers. I'm just listing examples. Um, we have Hamilton in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I'm going to say this right now. This is probably one of the worst things on this list, which is Darwin from X-Men First Class. I am going to pop off. If You know what, Big Dan, if you're already ready to pop I off, I know because it, it's it, we as the black community pop off about Darwin. <laughs> Big Dan, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. <laughs> I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand uh, why people would be so upset. I was just upset because like, Ah, of course the black guy dies. Da, 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 da. But then I like started. But like, and then I saw like the comments of like why mm. he shouldn't have died because of his mutant abilities, and I was mm. like, "Oh, that was that wasn't a good look, mm. uh, X Men. <laughs> that wasn't like mm, Fox Studios. Come on, <laughs> you should have known so, better." Uh, mm. Finishing up the list, we have uh, Crazy Jane from DC's Doom Patrol, who was originally white, portrayed by a Hispanic lady. Uh, we have the the Power Rangers Power Rangers 2017, which is was a whole bunch of jumbling, and this is going to be a great point for a point that I'm going to touch on later. But we have Billy coming in as a black guy. Uh, Zach was Asian. Trini was some type of Hispanic. I don't know specifically. And was Zach Asian? It. I didn't watch it. Yeah, the yeah. first that, movie. The, the in 2000 the Power Rangers 2017, the remake. Uh, with Brian Cranston as Zordon. With the, I uh, watched it, but I mm, forgot the it. weird product no, placement about no, donuts. You did. <laughs> I no, I did. Like I, I remember parts of it, but like, mm. go ahead. It's okay. It's a <laughs> repressed memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so that ends up my list. If there's oh Heimdall, also Heimdall from uh, as a Dries album, and as honorable mention because this is the point. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it, but I'm very interested to talk about which is Starfire. From DC's Titans. Titans? Mm. Yes. I, the I had 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 everybody oh. we gotta hit the organ on oh, Let's let's, so, let's open oh. let's open with she that. Had, I'm gonna start. What about with that. uh Ariel? Ariel? That, yeah, Ariel. From that's, the that's, mermaid. That's on the list. So I think the, the point I definitely want to talk on, because uh, the, the mm-hmm. question about pand- the line of pandering versus inclusion. Mm-hmm. We we have to do is we have to remember that we, as a people, were kept out. And then we have to remember that the the writings, 
not only were we kept out by the higher class of society, which happened to be at the time be white people. I'm not specifically angry at white people. It's just social hierarchy. <laughs> which but, still is. I might be a little angry still at white is. people right now. <laughs> you but said what? Still time is. Time where Stop saying this point in time. Be... Still is. Go ahead. I'm going right. to let you live, but go ahead. Um, <laughs> you done? Are you going to keep... If you oh, want to keep going, we we in it now. <laughs> but uh, we in the ish now. Somebody got to shovel it. I'm with it. Let's go. <laughs> I did my shoveling today. Come on. Um, I'm gonna let you there's finish. A, while the white men were the center of everything, because white men thought that they were the center of everything, right? So in the stories that were being told. Any stories that didn't include them, they were like, oh, no, 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 we're not, we're not funding this, whatever. So not only were we kept out of their spaces, the stories to tell that we could tell about us were not funded the same. It was not the mm-hmm. same, you know. So mm-hmm. now what I want to start by saying what appreciating is that the telling of these stories and like the, <laughs> like, I guess a benefit is the, a benefit of race bending is the decentering of white normativity white being normal and then um as it lends into also the decentering of heteronormativity the decentering of this is what a family has to look like as we tell more stories we get more perspectives um and then when we talk about adaptations and inclusions in these things i think it totally boils down to treatment of the character right because sometimes we're going to have characters that being whatever walk of life that they are from is integral to their character in a previous podcast we talked about storm facing racism you know we talked about so like you can't not have that be a part of the character because that is then cheapening what you are doing to the character you know mm-hmm. um i think an example the, the worst example is us popping off about darwin it's like why did darwin die why did you treat this character this way you know and in a foil domino wasn't treated any different way mm-hmm. as a as a character like it wasn't that her writing or she was cheapened as a character because um she was being portrayed by a woman of color so uh where's the line pandering versus inclusion i think it's completely dependent on how the character is treated written and changed what do you guys think i feel like in a lot of cases dealing with uh dealing with a um a story that is in the world as we know it yes it is very much um how you treat the character unfortunately we don't have that many people of color well i'm going to say black people um we don't have that many black people in like hmm. science fiction stories Right? Hmm. Like, so it's like, you're not going to see a sci-fi story and then aliens come down and it's a bunch of, like, highfalutin, Vulcan-ass, elf-ass, black people. Right? No, we're the green niggas. You already know that. (laughs) Keep up! That was episode nine. Keep up! Yes. Shout out to Piccolo. But! (laughs) Shout out to Peter. You know, right. <laughs> um, so you know what I mean? Like we're not going to see and like it's so interesting because you think of like or even with um 
uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about this, Finn in uh, Star Wars, right? There, there was like... <laughs> <laughs> There was a moment. <laughs> oh god! Big so Dad, there was. Big Dad. <laughs> oh. we, we got away from the comeback. It, does he, no, he still has his headphones on. He's fine. Um, there was a moment. Oh no, he didn't. I'm sorry. I'll wait. Okay, he's back. All right. So there was a moment where he was like, he was uh, he was trying to like fix something on the ship. Or do something. He was oh, like, "Oh, wait, Joy, please, Joy, yeah, yeah." He was like, "Joy, please," and I was like, "I caught that." I don't know if everybody else caught that, but I did. <laughs> and like, on one hand, I appreciate it and found it very funny. <laughs> on the other hand, I was like, oh, "Would they given that line the podium?" <laughs> It's like, mm, I don't know if the ace pilot would have said that one, though. Mm. <laughs> so there are there there are moments in that time. There there are those type of moments where it's like, you know, somebody who's like so far out into the future, right? Where it shouldn't be a thing because like now you're you're having sex with like aliens. Like surely humans aren't still <laughs> like throwing well, I got slurs bad around. News Star about Wars is- <laughs> Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far away. Oh, that's true. So there, maybe they're the. It is. That's like why Billy. That's why it's, Billy it's the D. Williams too. is very um, much Billy D. Williams. So <laughs> I, it's it's interesting in that in that sense where it's like we don't see enough of us. Like even if I do see a black person playing in an alien or like a futuristic thing, it's just like. Nigga, I know you know not to do that shit. Like, come on. Like, come on. Yo, 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 melanin didn't tell you nothing. And like, that's bad on me, right? Like, but at the same time. <laughs> like, I can grow. Wait, wait, wait. Right. I can grow. And I know that. to make a point. No, I mean, a big issue is the writers for mm. black characters mm. are people mm. who don't know black people or don't mm. hang around black people. And then. Like, historically, no, we don't have stories about black people coming from space, but we have black people on the planet who existed, who are being played by, I don't know, Elizabeth Taylor, you know, you know, as Cleopatra, you know, we, we, we have stuff like that, you know, some down, somewhere down the line, I can see there's going to be a turn where Malcolm X is going to be played by Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You heard it here first. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm wrong. Don't tell me. Like, they've been doing a so Dan's bad prediction. for years. <laughs> they've been doing a so bad for years. And mm-hmm. then when they do put a black person on the screen and make them feel, make, you know, black people feel like they have a character who they can relate to in, you know, that particular saga or story, i.e. Finn, then they give him like a minuscule role, like a character who doesn't even they really need to be him there. In the trailers with a lightsaber. We thought we were getting another job. Oh, I mean, come on. We, listen, first of all, Mace no, Windu can't no be the shade only one. To Mace Windu. I love <laughs> Mace Windu's character, but at the same time, it's a character of a black person in space. Because Sam Jackson is Sam Nigga, you Jackson. You got a sword. 
nigga, I want a gun because I'm a nigga. Sam Jackson <laughs> is always Sam Jackson wherever he goes. I, so. You know what? I, I will argue. I think Mace Windu, because I mean, and I'll save this because we are going to have a whole a whole ass Star Wars episode. Um, but my evaluation of Mace's writing was to be skeptical of Anakin. Right, was to always be the no, one who's like, I don't he, know about he this did guy. what we would he all did. he did what all black people would have done in that scenario. <laughs> a, all, all of a sudden, there's prophecy about a white man coming into an order that I had to work my behind off for. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be centralized to it. I would be just as skeptical as Mace Windu. No, that's our story. <laughs> no, though, no, wasn't no. It? Yeah, we but we skeptical <laughs> of everybody. But. All right, so let's get really get like center back on topic real fast, right? So is it pandering okay. or is it inclusivity? Wait, when um, it, yeah, when is it pandering? When, when is, it is it? I think it's pandering when when the writers, like you said, don't know how to write a black person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pandering when the placement is only for a dynamic coloring of like for us to be a set piece, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Um, Darwin was very much a set piece. He was not a part of the first X-Men lineup, so that's mm-hmm. why Darwin was going to get wiped. I, mm-hmm. When I saw Darwin, the first time I saw his name, I was like, first of all, Darwin in the comic books is, like, gray. Mm-hmm. He, he has no color because he can adapt. Um, So I was like, okay, they made Darwin a black man. And I was like, I feel, I feel akin to this because Darwin has to adapt. Why? Because as, as a black nerd... You know, I was like, "Oh, I got that power." Um, but <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Darwin too. Right, but then you know, at the same time, oh, no. but then if you watch, <laughs> but then if you watch, he dies from an internal injury, right? From taking which on, like which take, makes sense. I'm preaching for a second. Give me one second. He takes all the negative energy. Preach, preacher. Takes all the negative energy, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, to save these white folks, I got to internalize this stuff." Mm-hmm. Killing himself in the process. Mm-mm. With little to no recognition from his white counterparts, where's my organ at? Right. Um, anyway, so the the injustice of Darwin could be obviously an episode in and of itself. We don't need to do that. Um, mm-hmm. That's the pandering I think sometimes is because we just feel like, oh yeah, we got a brother in this, and you know, also Bumblebee was in the episode or in the movie, but who remembers her? Nobody. Oh, was this? Uh, was oh. he a stripper? She was. Um. Oh wait, that was uh, pick, pick, pixie. Was yeah, like portals? yeah. But she wasn't pixie in that, was she? I think she was I've, bumblebee. I could check. I, I don't remember. Anyway, um, you good? But then the inclusivity, I think, is when you see your Miles Morales. Um, mm, that's a good one. Here, that is a good one. Here's why: because while he took the identity or the moniker of Spider-Man, <laughs> you, you really preaching on this pulpit? Oh uh, yeah. Give me one second. Here's why. And this is something very near and dear to my heart because my wife will tell you, I'll be sitting there and see these brown folks and I'll be like, mm, it's not going to land. I can tell you right now, it's not going to land. Hold on. Let me be damn real quick. Now, here is a true uh, inclusion uh, example. If you turn to Miles Morales, <laughs> chapter three. Mm, yeah. Now, now if you know, right. if you That's see Miles right. Morales, well, come talk to me. I wish I had well, some help. Somebody. <laughs> but listen, um, <laughs> see, now you got me stuck in it. Um, I'm about to speak in tongues. There we go. <laughs> but I think Miles Morales is a good example of inclusivity because, one, he's from a different universe. 
um, and at the same time grows into his own identity while carrying the moniker of Spider-Man, which is what Stan Lee had often preached. Anyone can be Spider-Man. So I mm-hmm. think that's mm-hmm. why it was acceptable. Um, you're not getting a black Spider-Man. He's not a black Spider-Man. He's someone else who takes on the responsibility of being a hero. So I think that's why mm-hmm. it works. Um, you don't feel like, oh, you have to understand his struggle to understand why he's a hero. But you can. You can relate because we're black and we can understand it. But, um, you know, it doesn't. it didn't feel as forced as Darwin does. Or as Finn was, uh, they promised us so much and gave us so little. <laughs> if that if that's not the epitome of every president that's ever used black folks as a podium, I don't know what is. <laughs> now, and if saying... that's not the premise of every president <laughs> that have used black folk. As a podium, see, I wish I had some help in here. See, y'all don't get, y'all don't get <laughs> Red Umar over here. <laughs> that's, that's Deacon Dan. That's Deacon Dan. Deacon Dan over here. But no, like I'm being real, right? Like it's it's one of the things. Like we we get these promises of a hero or a savior type, and then y'all got y'all 1400 yet? All right. So that's where I'm coming from with it. Anybody, everybody else can just go ahead and jump in. I'm done. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till it's my turn. Uh, you, you, you're closing? You're closing now? I'm finna close. No, 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 no. Benediction. No, we're going to open the doors. There are some good points here. We're going to open the doors to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, you. <laughs> uh, but the question is, what specifically in adaptations, right? I guess now I have to ask, what do we want to see more of? Because I, I think, see, watching Power Rangers 2017, the actor, and I, I need to get his name, the actor that played Billy, they were phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Uh, one of the best parts of the movie. Um, but, and I guess this is a spoiler for everybody concerned about Power Rangers t- t- 2017. <laughs> he, he dies. Ooh. He dies. Ooh. He dies. And so, as I was watching it, and as he was dying, and I was just like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, we all know why that happened. Because our blackness just is a feels, superpower. That's why. It just feels really bad, right? Mm. So what are we what are we looking for? And I like to actually piggyback off of Dan of the future past, um, <laughs> asking because there, when we were talking about adaptations before, he made the point of like, are we asking the viewers to be colorblind? To say like, okay, let's say, you know, the one super Doom Patrol fan is like, wait a minute, Crazy Jane isn't like this, wait a minute. And I don't think, mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to hear you guys' opinion on this because I, to a degree, I, I think we are asking people to be colorblind, but challenging people and asking them what else makes this character this character. What going beyond because it's not I guess maybe we're not being colorblind because we say, hey, I see that. But what else do they Mm -hmm. nail? What else makes Crazy Jane Crazy Jane? What else makes Maxwell Lord like Maxwell Lord's ridiculous amount of charisma? Right. Like that was a selling point. I think Pedro did absolutely amazing. You can tell him I said so. (laughs) I did not think he's amazing, but go ahead. (laughs) You told him. I did. I'm not not going to. But so. 
So um, my question is, you know, what do we want to see if we are going to see characters being switched to different walks of life or specifically people of color when they weren't? Keith? See, I'm not really liking the changing of of Mm. gender or race just because it's hard like people have that preconceived notion of who that person is Mm -hmm. what that person's background story is Mm -hmm. so on and so forth and it doesn't really um help towards that person's struggle or what that person's been through in life which can relate to its core audience that you change this race or gender to Mm -hmm. So, I would like to see new characters, Thank new you. characters, new storylines. Where's the applause button? I forgot it. Where is it? I think it's- <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Because we're just putting a band aid on on a mm, on a broken bone. Dan. Band-aid on yeah, a broken bone. I like that. Oh man. Um I'm a big I'm a piggyback <laughs> off of that because I like that. It's I think <laughs> Keith, you can stay. You can come on back. Yeah, you want I, like, <laughs> I like that. Um but no, like for real, for real. I like you said, we already have established characters, right? Like Romeo and Juliet is Romeo and Juliet. Regardless of how you feel about it, that's their names. They have their stories written out for them. Now, there is a beauty that with those roles, that could be anybody. Because it's on paper, right? Mm-hmm. There's certain things when you start having the visual medium that Superman is a square chin, broad-shouldered, you know, double-barreled chest, no waist having, no ankle having. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Obviously, what are those? Right. <laughs> obviously, needs no cup because his pants, his just underwear, are just like smooth. Right across the waist, um, but no, like, look, I I don't think we've ever need. My argument's often been, I don't think we've ever needed a black Superman. Hmm. Sorry, we got one though. Jordan. We've gotten them, but I don't think we need one. And the reason why is because a black Superman would have to overcome more than just being so Superman. So much, which is why I had the issue, and I'll we'll see how they do with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But when mm. they made Sam Captain America in the comic books, they talked more about his struggle of perception, like America's mm-hmm. perception of him versus mm-hmm. him actually being Captain America. Like he Yo, fought Nazis was, one time. It was wild. Remember when they used real tweets? In so they the, were using uh, the Nick opening? Spencer. Nick Spencer was a genius for taking real tweets and mm-hmm. like doing the not my Captain America stuff. And I was like, yeah. You can't. It was, don't don't do that. Don't just give 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 the man his own plain butter, you know, bread. Keep him white. I'm fine with Captain America staying white. Captain America mm-hmm. because America doesn't necessarily define. You know, Captain America is while he's a if man of a people. Anything from January no. 6th. Captain America. While he's a man of, <laughs> no, no, no. I understand the patriot, and you know that. You know, history will allow for Captain America to have been black before. The problem is the America that we currently live in does not supplement for a black Captain America. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's 
the that's that's the crux of it, right? It's like whenever I see a black character, <laughs> like even with and this is this is what we were talking about with um with the uh, future state, mm-hmm. right? And him being mm-hmm. like a black Batman, I'm like, better like. Is that in like this? Like that's like that's now? What's that time? But, like future? Like? <laughs> like yeah, I'm like um because... Wait, this Earth three. This Earth, this Earth <laughs> like, like it's like that there's always point. gonna be there's always gonna be that question of like but like how do you operate in this space being who you are when pe- especially especially in future states, uh, future states example where it's like no, nigga, we remember when Batman was white. So who the fuck are you? <laughs> right. Like, I it's, mean, it's a whole thing. And let's I think be realistic. <laughs> Sorry to cut you oh, off, but no, go ahead. Uh, a black a black Batman, we know what's really going to happen. The IRS is going to be in this shit every single <laughs> second. So <laughs> when would he have time to do anything? The police, but I'm sorry. The go police back. would go so fast on this vigilante. So, I recently saw <laughs> we got a, a black uh, man beating up <laughs> random gangsters out here. Right. Yeah. I recently no, saw... no, they wouldn't be gangsters. They would be like law-abiding Law citizens <laughs> or or something like that. <laughs> Some Pretty rival trying. gang violence. Some one random nigga out here with a bat mask on. But um, so like I recently saw this. Uh, it's like a new. I almost called it anime. It's well, it's animated. I'll say that mm-hmm. it's animated. Um, and it comes from Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, they call it's called Jumpy, and it looks legit like, oh snap, this is anime, but like geared towards black people, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I mean, in a very specific black section of Trinidad and Tobago, but like, it's still like when I saw it, I was like, I need to watch this, I need to see this, like this needs to be a thing right now. I'm down for all of the seasons. And it's just like, that's cool because that's a new superhero. It's a new, like, mythology to build off of. Like, it's a new, like, we we have, we have the technology. <laughs> we have the technology. <laughs> like, we have the, we have the, the, like, even Black Sands, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have all the mythos to, like, create these new and different stories to tell. Um, I mean, some people, Dr. Umar might think that, you know, we're already using those mythos um, with certain things. Don't even, don't even invoke his name in this bar. <laughs> but, but. Well, kill that episode. Right, right. Double sided axe. You done took all the air out of this episode. Uh, but no, <laughs> it, it's legit. It's one of those things where it's like, I think that there is enough there and there is enough. There is enough. You, we have enough of a foot in the door that we can grow and actually put out quality content of new things mm-hmm. where it's like we don't necessarily need a a revamped POC Rainbow Coalition Justice League, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's cool that it's there, sure, but as Dan said in a previous episode, when you change things too much, you start effing up with the money, mm-hmm. right? So mm. it's like woke is broke. Cool, right? <laughs> when you Keep... mess with the money, then they, all they do is just double back. It, right. And so like, like oh, I mean, all the white people are fine. fine. The white heroes look safe. They're safe. You don't have to worry about it. 
Right. So it's like pocket dimension, pocket dimension, pocket dimension. Right. We. So I feel like we'd rather not, or I will say that I would rather not even have to go down that road of like wondering if this black Batman is actually going to be Batman for like the next fifty years. He will not because we've had a white Batman for at least eight. You know what I mean? So right, and we already know the answer to that. So it's like just create. Yes, that's the answer. Batman. So just create white privilege. So. so just create a new black person. Um, it's yeah. That that's. I think that's pretty much where it where it ends. Is like I think we just need we just need new stuff. And we've talked. I've talked about this uh, with you guys earlier. Where it's like uh, the um, the Americans. Uh, America <laughs> America doesn't know how to let go of certain things um, with, Our with like their comic books. Uh, well, Jesus, that's. Mm. Not this podcast. <laughs> man is on. Please come on my podcast. Please, I'm with you. Send me my invite. I'm with you. Oh man, Blair Bar on Movios podcast. Wait, uh, so soon we'll let you know about it. Uh- <laughs> so wait, I'm trying. I'm curious. But are you saying so, that hold, Christopher hold, Columbus, I'll, his statue should still be up here? Is that what you're just saying? Just let them have their toys. You wild. You wild. I am wild. That's not what I'm saying okay. at all. No. Um, <laughs> What I am saying uh, is that I think we don't need we we just need new content. I think to have um, to have a painting a painting over of Batman in, in, in black Crayola is just like eh, no, it's, sure. it's watercolors. It, it's watercolors. If, if you're going to <laughs> if you're gonna wash it off, any, yeah. If you're gonna wash it off anyway, like why? Like why? So uh, yeah, that's I think that's kind of where it is. Uh, do you think we have time to get into the the Starfire dealio or? Oh, we got time. Let's go. Okay. We got time. I'm... You sure? Oh. <laughs> that, that might be He's like the last one. I that have, might be the last one. So, all right, Starfire. In uh, DC's Titans, for those of you, for all seventy five people who have watched, mm. um, <laughs> oh my god, uh, Starfire is portrayed uh, is at star the actress that plays Starfire is a is a black woman, right? So this presents a very interesting dealio because it asks the questions of like what makes Starfire Starfire? Like because mm. orange people don't exist. <laughs> so hold on to that point, and I was literally just thinking about this. Do you think if they would have got like uh, Journey Smollett or some other fairer skinned? Black person, mm. color. Yeah. We ain't. Hey, we we, we here. Ain't touching we the here. colorism yet. That's a different we, episode. We, we here. Gotta come back. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think? Because like, so I'm like tired. we say like, oh, they they recast the Starfire as a black person, and we kind of just glossed over that. But it's like, no, they they recast the Starfire as like a black person. She chocolate. Like, chocolate. like there's and I there's, love. There's no mm. guessing. There's no like. Oh, like no, she no like could she be something mixed? Is it is this Rashida yeah. Jones' daughter? Like what's this? <laughs> like like no like no she's black. Um, Hello, do you black, think if she would have been yeah? If do you think if she would have been a Rashida Jones or a Journey? Smollett you gotta stop dropping her you know name. I mean? <laughs> the people about to run up just just. <laughs> Rashida it is Jones what it is. is welcome at the blurb. You know? She is, she is, and I think I think she would love that conversation because I'm sure she she faced hella backlash for Black AF. Hmm. But th- that's the that's the question, right? I think when is our blackness accept acceptable 
to the general populace. Right. Well, like Josh, to answer your question, I think the answer would be absolutely people would it would be more palatable to people if she was lighter, if she was like Journey Smollett too. And the I don't, reason I don't, okay. I don't agree. Same. And here's why I don't oh. agree. Okay. Keith, had, Keith le- had feelings too. Keith got feelings. So I'm like, go ahead, Keith. I got my own feelings okay. about that. My my thing is I watch Titan and I don't even know why. Okay. <laughs> like like here's violence. the thing. Like 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 the the show was not good on so many levels and it had absolutely nothing to do with any of the races of any of the characters and by mm. races I mean human or alien mm-hmm. um, I'm not even talking about you know <laughs> the color aspect there were sidekicks of of superheroes that we didn't even know existed like unless you watch Young Justice mm-hmm. <laughs> like let's let's be realistic I had no idea that Wonder Woman had a sidekick oh, Who, yeah, Cassie. where'd she come from yeah. like and and they gave one to to Aquaman Aqualad, oh, yeah, Tempest, my boy, yeah. I didn't even know. Aqu- Aqualad been around. Aqualad been around. No, no. Aqualad has been around since. But no, to since, his point, that's idea. that Young Justice stuff. Exactly. Before if then, you didn't watch Aqu- Young Justice, Aqu- you Aqualad wouldn't know. Was the, in the sixties, him, Speedy, they they gave. All right, so the I think and all when people think sidekicks, though, like they you were think sidekicks, Robin, like Batman and Robin. There was never, was there ever? To to the mass public, Aquaman yes. and Aqualad. Yes. Yes. Nah, yes. Nigga. Yeah. Yes. yes there, there was. You can say no. It, it's it's a publication. You. Can I don't think that Aqualad initially I... was a fish, with a human body. It was it was strange. <laughs> the first one. Why? I'm with you, Keith. I'm why? with you, Keith. I understand. Why? I understand why? what you're saying. Let's it's like, wait, what? Why? Let's get back to Starfire. But anyway, yes. back to Starfire. But, yeah. So I think I think. Would she? Would she have still? Would it? Would every? Would she have still caught in backlash for being black? Yes, of course, because the centering is whiteness, and that's the problem. Where if Starfire is not orange, well, it's like okay, best case scenario, she's orange. Next best case scenario, she's white, and it's like to the general public. But like that's the centering of whiteness that we need to challenge, and that's kind of like even though Titans was whatever it that it is, um, mm. I appreciated mm. that. For, so, <laughs> which is a lot of things. So once but again, Dan, please, Deacon, Deacon Daniel, please, not, not Deacon, Deacon Dan. <laughs> but all right. So here, and from the comic book and the nerd perspective, right? A lot of times mm-hmm. you take what already exists and you try to build from it. So mm-hmm. Starfire has been portrayed by Tara Strong, like voice acting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of white people who have done her voice, and so right. in your brain. Like you said, the centralization of it is you hear white. She's aloof. She doesn't. She came to a planet. She was that a problematic statement? <laughs> no, it actually goes to uh, to a movie that recently came out on uh, Disney, right? Oh, so we, we talked about it. We talked mm. about it. We talked about it. We talked about it. If you ain't, if you if you don't know, now you know. I got feelings. Um, check out YouTube. Check out last now episode. Not on YouTube. Yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> not on YouTube. Um, but no, like you hear white, and so therefore, you you default your brain defaults that if this is going to be a live action, you know, then it's got to be white. Domino gets away with it because we've only really seen Domino on paper. Yeah, Domino is all like 
ashen white, like painted white, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. one color of black around her eye. So race bending that visually made sense because you go white out somebody's eye versus painting somebody ashen white and expecting for that to work. Um, Starfire, you can't really paint somebody orange. We had a president who tried it, didn't work out. Um, <laughs> you know, but Starfire had to be, she, she fell into the category of other, right? Like we've talked about this with Piccolo and, you know, mm-hmm. other, other characters. And so because of her color, her color scheme supposedly being so different from human anatomy, you know, black folks, we other. I hate to say it, but based on the centralization of media and how they portray us, we're other. Yeah. So therefore, it made sense to pick, pick a black woman. The issue be, then became how dark should she be? Because the problem is when we see a Which dark woman, we see attitude. That's that's the mm. first problem. I don't mm. care how you feel about it, whether your mama mm. is lighter or darker. You see a dark woman, you think you finna get an attitude. So you then you think mm. then you think ghetto, then you think uneducated, mm. then you think not articulate. And so, the white fans or black fans, even black men. The fans. The fans. Oh. Male fans. Oh, God. If, if Ooh, you had a I'm going. <laughs> we are a problem. We are, no, and that's what I'm saying. Because, like, we, we talk about this, but then we try to play it safe and then even, like, safeguard our emotions. But, like, men, when we when we have a character that we like, one, Starfire is overly sexualized, has always been. Always been. Yes. You know, Wasn't she, like, a sex huge. fiend in the comics? Once she found out about it, yeah. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, to because of that, then you say, "Well, I don't find dark dark skinned women attractive." That's where Ooh. that's where you have an issue with Starfire. You don't want her casted because you don't find her attractive. That's on you. Mm-hmm. That's something you need to go work out because that's a closet. <laughs> Listen, I don't have time. Like that's what I'm saying. Ten out here. I want her to play every black character exactly. in every movie. She was oh, because, she is me. Because other than that, when you see a dark woman playing a role, then it's suffrage, right? It's the mm. it's Harriet Tubman, it's the Sojourner Troops. She she had she had to put in work or had to be some level of systematic abuse for her to be able to be effective as a character. And rather than just enjoying the fact that she brought a character to life, you have a problem. So then you have the issue of colorism. Then you say, all right, she can still be black, but she has to be a certain Light shade. Bright. Then she has to be yellow, bone. not dominant as a personality because I did not feel that journey. Smollett portrayed black canary enough for me. Just mm-hmm. as a, from the character who we have on paper and the character that mm-hmm. has been written and fleshed out for years, she failed. Yeah. But I think the movie failed in general, so that I don't blame her. They were supposed, they were trying to do nope, something. The movie failed. Yeah. Come see me. You want to fight? You want to fight me? He's like, there's a word. There's a word. There's, there's... Right. You're arguing semantics now. But um, you know, the argument being made about Starfire, or even uh, the recasting for Batwoman, your issue is that her skin mm. is dark. That's it. Just say it. (laughs) it. I'm I'm fine with you saying that you got a problem with her skin color. 
So wait, with the Batwoman thing though, I and honestly, I have not watched because this is like season two or three now. No one's no or, one's watching it. I didn't say no I was one's watching it. it. Nobody knows. I didn't say nobody knows. Nobody. Nobody I don't know what I don't know what season they're on, but I feel like this is like second at season. least the second, second season. season. Second season. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder how they uh, wrote that change. Like, is this another like future state? Like, oh, there's just like. The Batwoman is a mantle, and now that, you know, so-and-so left from season one, obviously her black best friend or somebody just was like, I need to be the next black, I need to be the next Batwoman, and I just happen to be black. I honestly don't know. I haven't watched the show. These are just my questions. These are just your questions. I mean, maybe... Maybe they um vived her in. Mm. <laughs> like that's oh, that's probably oh, like, or, uh, who knows? Or who knows? Uh, sensei, it's like this something happened. Like, oh yeah, I got a haircut. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Now Bryce I have said, to watch it so I can find out. Said, <laughs> we need to know. We have questions. Right. But no, and so like I feel for, for real, for real. Like in those because of those toxic spaces, I hate using the word toxic because it's been overused in the last year. But I mean, it is what it is, though. It is. But because of that, I believe we should be uh, very focused and motivated to create our own stuff. There are stories that have not been told that have been passed down for generations. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, whether you how you feel about Elizabeth Taylor playing Cleopatra, it happened. It's over with. Now we can tell those <laughs> other stories. We can tell mm-hmm. the stories that don't get told. Um, you know, and they don't all have to be suffering. I think that I think that's yeah. often the problem yeah. is when we do the you know the black recasting of the race bending. The next thing you know is uh, you know you can't well, how'd sit, you right. suffer right like <laughs> it's uh, Falcon puts down his shield and you know he's like you know that don't belong to you right oh I'm black hey boy right hey boy what you doing with that shield right there right. boy that's your shield boy and so you I, lost? I think the you know I mean yeah there's I mean but. To, to piggyback off of your point, like, yeah, it would be nice to see, you know, that uh, black superhero who's from the suburbs, uh, a middle class black kid who who's never experienced some of the suffering that that a lot of us um, experience. Because, you know, somewhere there is that middle class kid who That's never true. experienced yet. stuff like that. Carlton yet. Banks is but, real. yet. That's yeah. all it is. It's a yeah. But, it's an inevitable because we live in this America, and I think right. largely like because Josh made a very valid point, and I don't know if he was aware of it when he said it's from Trinidad into you know, uh, the Trinidadian uh, mm-hmm. animation. They you know they can celebrate their culture because their culture is not steeped, and you know they may have racism, they may have you know injustices, but they still want when to, you yeah. come through America medium, uh, you know American medium. Oh, we had to have gone through something. Mm-hmm. You, Every time. And it's because it's a reality that we still have to face. That, you know, one of us will walk outside and then randomly hear the N-word. And, yeah. It's happening. Nigger. Yo, when I, was, when I was younger, I really thought that was just kind of stuff that happened in, like, sitcoms and, like, not real life yeah. until it happened to me. And I wasn't... The weirdest part was I wasn't even really mad. I was just like, oh, wow! Nope. It happened! <laughs> wow! Oh, that's every time it happens, yeah. though. Like, oh, wow. It's just like, wow. You, you That's what you're nah, saying. Nah, not that dude that had that twisted T. He going? said enough. Right. <laughs> but, but, uh... Sorry, no, 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 go ahead, good. Big Dan. You ain't, I'm, I'm, you I'm, I'm, 
I can because I can go on this for a while. Yeah. And I don't want to. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Dan. I'm going to uh, open the doors to the bar. <laughs> no, we're calling last call for alcohol. Um, Big Dan, you, you got what, what, what experience points we giving the people? Oh, XP. This, this is a long. One. Yeah, this, this is no. This if, is you, if you said first, first guest, yeah, you know, if you, first, if you, this yes. is achievement unlocked. Achievement Clap unlocked. it up for Keith. Um, Clap it up. Thank, thank you, Keith. Thank you. Ah oh, man, thank you for having yeah, me. We appreciate that. I, I listen, man. If you ever need us. Yeah. <laughs> just just sign the Blair Bar signal. My, just the beer, my the thing beer is, do I have you guys individually, or do I have you the guys answer is collectively? Yes. Because the answer is yes. I think individually would be amazing. Oh, that's fine. Like <laughs> each of you get your own. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, wait, you trying to make Blair Bar disassemble? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a story. We all got a story. You know? I'm fine. I'm all fine with that. That's right. Like, yeah, that's I'm awesome. That. Um, but yeah, for as far as XP is concerned. Um, we're going to give you the the packaged weave of Starfire uh, for your journey. <laughs> Lord, Lord. Listen, uh, when you open this pack. <laughs> you get, you all, Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. You have, you have what? all the power uh, for 30 minutes. Um, oh, my God. You take it how you feel, you know. But when you look in that mirror, you're gonna see a dark skinned girl, and you're gonna love yourself. That's the that's the Why plan. Why can't we just get a stamp on our black with a board? light pink <laughs> with a light pink <laughs> weave? Um, light pink. Why can't we get like a shield, Dan? Because <laughs> this journey, this, stamp, like this third, journey is like a third hair based product. No, also, yeah, I want to point out. No, this this this, but, um, this journey is a journey, and it's different, and you got to be prepared for the I'm, unexpected. I mean, in season two, she had the the dark yeah. hair weave, so you know. <laughs> keep, hey, we not, first of all, we, what uh, we're not going to do is act like only black women have weave. That's what we're not going to do. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So <laughs> that's a whole other episode. We can we can go into the boys and talk about that on the whole episode. Like, well, let's go. Uh, let's... But Keith, tell the people where they can find you, my guy. Okay, so you can always find me. Um, Muvio's podcast. I am on uh, Twitter as Muvio's podcast, um, Instagram, Facebook, but most importantly, you can find it just anywhere that you can stream. So, like uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just most places except for Amazon. I got a personal thing against that. Now, that's Don't fair. we all? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> mm. But uh, once again, this is the this is the blur bar. Serving up cocktails and culture. We thank you. Looking forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Good night, everybody. Peace out. Good night. Thank you.